0: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
1: Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Sarge.
0: Uh, It's me, Sargio.
1: Feeling it. Sarge on his A-game this week. I got
0: my copy. It'll only tick up from here.
1: And the mysterious L. Let's fucking rage, my beautiful babies! <laughs> oh yeah, grippy rippy! <laughs> that's,
0: that's from L's stash of uh, original four logos. That's a real four logo, like the kind that can kill you.
2: This was the prototype where they still had the fifth loco in there. Oh man,
0: five loco? That's too yeah. many locos.
2: Well, they, it was like a negotiation tactic. They hit the FDA with the fifth, the, the like full five locos, no, and they, and they were just like, give "One up." This yeah. is too powerful. They're like, "Okay, we'll scale it back. We'll take away one of the locos." And they're like, "Okay, you're fine." And then college kids found out that four locos was still too many. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, those cans of malt liquor beverage or whatever were too big and too cheap <laughs> i didn't like king cobra or whatever like it also didn't taste as bad i mean it still tasted pretty bad but not as bad as like a full-on king cobra so,
1: like steel reserve so pretty bad <laughs> i never got into energy drinks so the four loco history is something that i don't remember i Oh yeah, that...
2: but it was the intersection of two things. Mike Rains is notorious for loving caffeine, uh, caffeine and, like energy drinks and alcohol. Like, but, but Mike Rains is like, man, I can't wait! I can't wait for my Red Bull and vodka.
1: Oh, that that's me. I mean, well, you, you see me at the poker table always getting ripped up and losing all my money because I'm drunk and caffeinated. I've always found that to be the weirdest thing in the world. When you're like, I'm risking money in a game. What I need to do is alter my brain state with depressants and or stimulants. That is how I will achieve optimal money-making capabilities by doing this. Cause, cause I, know people I mean, for
2: who- people that aren't like fucking weird grinders or whatever, the first couple of pops helps you loosen up so you're not just like sitting down and like playing scared or whatever uh,
1: there was a poker pro who said he had a friend who was the tightest player in the world sober the best player in the world buzzed and the worst player in the world drunk so that guy was like always yeah,
2: I mean, that, that that actually sounds like there's probably a lot of wisdom to that you know what i mean because yeah, oh, yeah. I, again I, I mean, like you can't you can't afford to be playing that scared in poker but yeah i know for me like i like the, cause the couple of times i went down to foxwoods and played some poker like i felt a little more comfortable
1: after i got some alcohol with me
0: uh i i'm a big nerd so i could definitely tell that like i played better magic when i had a fuzz on just like just calm down a little
1: yeah just help you tap into that higher brain state yeah. yeah 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 i remember back in the good old magic days, so like just leaving tournaments after with a headache because i just like brained so hard And Mm. I never, I never like did, I never like drank any caffeine or energy drinks while I was doing that. But I just remember like my brain was just like, which is why playing mono green for a month was refreshing because it was just like (laughs) play large thing, turn large thing sideways. I am the best. I win now. Not having to think, not having to think is good. That's, that's, that's the better world to live in the brainless world. The real te- the real
2: technology is dropping some acid and then going to a midnight pre-release for some hypothetical magic set. Oh, I don't know. Let's just make one up, like Rise of the Eldrazi.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where this was going because I was there.
2: That was a pretty fun night, hypothetically, yeah. in this like, fictional story that we're telling.
1: Where, where no crimes were committed by any p- members of the podcast. Absolutely not. So, yes, this was purely a work of fiction and speculation.
2: And even if it did happen, it was totally to somebody else.
1: Yes, 100%. It's a comedy show.
2: These are all jokes.
1: Yes. in like three months we're just gonna have an it open it's just gonna be this really really detailed uh analysis of like how a how a body was buried and we're, and we're like jokes jokes people funny jokes <laughs> jokes the
2: funny the thing way. is that get like get out of my brain. i was thinking the exact same thing about how like you know <laughs> so, like, smash cut to a little while down the line and we're just like and, and that was where we buried him anyway fun jokes guys wow <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah. nothing behind that plot of land next to that abandoned Arby's. Don't worry about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Although, to be fair, if you were going to bury somebody, I that that would be a great
0: place to do it.
2: If you if you want to think about the future true crime oh, podcast it, audience, not, not
0: even abandoned Arby's, just an Arby's.
1: Yeah, just, just straight up Arby's. No, no one cares. <laughs>
2: And I, I just think there's something especially grim about the idea of an abandoned fast food establishment. It doesn't even necessarily have to be Arby's, but Arby's would be a good one. But there there, there are other worse ones, right? Like Long John Silver. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh oh, how about that yeah.
0: How, What? Yeah, Long John Silver's is way better than Arby's.
2: I but I feel like Arby's has like a national like cachet like in terms of like the pop culture that Long John Silver's just does not I feel like half of the people oh. who we confronted with an abandoned Long John Silver's would be like is this real? Like, was this like a real <laughs> restaurant?
1: <laughs> Some movie prop? Yeah. We ha- we have that terrifying abandoned Denny's like near our house <laughs> here, here in the beloved Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Like by that, like I don't know, like what used to be Kmart Plaza, which is that market basket. There's just that graffitied, devastated, like rampaged Denny's that looks like looks like a prop from a Mad Max movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, looks about twenty percent worse than it did when it was still operational. That's where we yeah. were going, like fifteen years ago after our Laser Quest tournament or whatever. Yes, exactly. This is great because before it became a derelict wreck, it was most—it was like most notorious for just like, as a wild coincidence, it had two one-armed waitresses.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a thing.
2: Yeah, it was like, you know, like, like most Diddy's, I was only ever showing up there like, like, this is what I grew up in like the Boston area or whatever, like just growing up like showing up there just like blasted drunk with my friends like after a night of like God knows what usually like a laser quest lock in or a midnight matinee. Or just like, oh, it's like the midnight showing of like, you know, Iron Man, like we went to the go like, so this is like that dates it right there 2008 or whatever that was. And it's just like, yeah, go to go to see the midnight release of Iron Man and then go get uh they had that mozzarella grilled cheese sand mozzarella stick grilled cheese sandwich there, which was just great if you were drunk and coming out of a movie where you hadn't had anything to eat for three hours.
0: <laughs> uh my my go to drunk restaurant was uh Waffle House. They're not, you know, the best at waffles. They're not the best at anything. They they exist.
2: They're the best at like having fights happen in them. <laughs> Apparently, uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, Waffle House is notorious for a couple of things, and one of them is just like, dude, if you go to, a, like, it's a roll of the dice. If you go into a Waffle House, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be, that you're going to see or be involved in some sort of scrap. <laughs> Head down at the Waffle House. Like, yes. you know, eyes on your own homework.
1: Yeah, uh, avoid eye contact at all costs. The Waffle yeah. the, the Waffle House has no law. <laughs> Everybody's blind at the Waffle House. <laughs>
2: You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> anyway, that's enough vamping. Let's get to our amuse
0: bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche.
2: Speaking of a bouche, I'd like to amuse. Uh, it looks like our our good friend of the podcast, Lord Bobert, is finally single. <laughs> nice. That was a horrible uh, joke, and I wasn't yeah. sure if I was going to go there, and then I did. But <laughs> yes, my attraction to Lord Bobert remains strong. Now she's single, hit me up, pick up the phone. I can't tell you that I treat you any better than he did uh, because I probably don't have the means that he did. But hey, I am available.
1: So, uh, it it actually it doesn't appear that her husband was really uh, very financially stable or anything. Her husband, uh, or soon to be ex-husband, as it were, uh, he got himself into a bit of trouble uh, exposing himself to some teenagers at a bowling alley. Um, this was... Wait, okay. recently? Yeah, this was this was right before when when Bobert rose to fame. Like it came out that her husband had an indecent exposure charge, and so people were just like, "This is, uh, like, she's not exactly this. Her her husband is a sex pest, which is not a great look. So, wow, <laughs> yeah. So yeah." It seems and like he, he
2: clearly just has cock confidence, though. Just pulling shit out <laughs> in the middle of public. Like, hey, take a look at this. <laughs> yeah. Look what I've got. It's just like, okay, well, that's a
1: crime for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and uh what was fun what was funny was is that because Bobert is of course one of these hypocritical uh all about the traditional family, all about life and the sanctity of it things, she had a um she did she did some public speaking about people having problems in their relationships and she told her audience that if if you chase jesus your husband will chase you for seeing you chasing jesus so if you just bring jesus into the marriage it'll all work out and everything if you're
2: i fucking another guy i want to party you i don't care if that other guy's jesus (laughs) hell no hell no like especially because i can't fist fight jesus yeah, like if, if, if she if she's I like fucking like my best friend or like our neighbor or something, I can handle that problem. I could just be like, oh, we'll see how we'll see how attractive you think he is once I tune him up. But Jesus, <laughs> even if even if he was real, which he is not, I don't think I could take it. He's magical. <laughs>
1: yeah, I trying to I don't know trying to come to blows with the Son of God is probably going to be a tricky thing. It's going to be tough when he's the other man in the relationship.
2: You know, it really strengthens yeah. my marriage getting cut by Jesus. It's <laughs> yeah. just the greatest thing ever. Like knowing, knowing that I'm the second, the, the second best man, maybe third, depending on how she feels about her father in my wife's life is brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, that, that just reminded me of the, uh, there's like a comic of, of Jesus hanging out with God and, like mary and then joseph walks in and god's just like hey joseph and joseph's just like hey god and they just have like side eye each other and they're pretty pretty angry about the whole thing that like joseph got cucked by god and that's why jesus is i mean
2: that's pretty yeah. crazy but if anybody probably has a dick worthy of pulling out in front of a bunch of teens at a bowling alley it's got to be like actual god right <laughs> yeah that probably. one's probably pretty impressive <laughs> Still, still a cry for a variety of reasons, though. So you're arrested, God. But yes. on, the, on the way out, like, somebody will give you, like, a wry nod. The creep the creep spraying that stuff inside of the bowling shoes. Well, I like, yeah. went across the, across the way and give you the nod. It's just like, I saw it. It was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, another uh, Republican family values person truly living up to them. Because uh, we just had MTG going through a divorce along with all kinds of, like, messy stuff about her having all kinds of affairs behind her husband's back and just all that good stuff going on. Now our other hero of the sanctity of marriage, Bobert, is dipping out on her creepy criminal husband after she'd had that uh, conversation about how she's going to be a grandmother at at, at a very young age because one of her teenage children (laughs) is involved in it. I forget if it was her daughter or son, but yeah, someone, someone somewhere in in, in in generated pregnancy in the teen years there so i don't know like 45 year old or whatever old bobbert is she's like yeah i'm going to be a grandma already just my family virile just getting out there making more children very quickly cuz that's healthy and good and yeah stuff.
2: we fuck young yeah. in my family uh okay Ms. <laughs> bobbert exactly how young this interview is over <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: Hey, there's Romeo and Juliet laws in Colorado. Totally above board and legal.
2: Remember that Transformers movie where that was a plot point in it? And like the like the main character who like busted out like that bit of information had a laminated card in his wallet. It was just like, hey, here's like a little laminated card to inform you about the law, which says I get to fuck your t- underage daughter.
1: Wait what? what? Yeah, as soon as as soon as I said that, my mind jumped to that. Then L beat me to it. Yeah, that's a that was a that was a thing It comes up on. It was Twitter the first. Every... It was
2: the first Marky Mark, uh, Marky Mark Transformers movie. Like he has a daughter who is seventeen. She's dating yeah. a person who is like twenty or whatever. And then uh, at one point, Marky Mark it starts giving him some guff about it, and that kid produces from his wallet a laminated card describing the Romeo and Juliet law. It's like no, actually by. In terms of the law, I can fuck your underage, daughter. Thank you very much, Marky Mark. Here you go. <laughs> and Optimus Prime is there and he's just like, wow, it's pretty fucked up. You have that. And it's like, yeah. just like, tough wow. shit. That
0: pussy's the bomb. Some writer was just like, this needs to be in the movie. And it's like, "No, nah, probably doesn't. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah could you I call
2: HR I... on somebody just for having that idea in the writer's room? Because yeah. first of all, you would have to know that thing. Like, I think I learned about the Romeo and Juliet statute idea as a concept from that movie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. It's a a real weird historical artifact in those movies that that happened. And people bring it up, like, every six months or so, they're just like, the discourse on social media, where they're like, remember that scene from Transformers When? And everyone's just like, yeah, that was so fucked up. Why did that happen? Who thought (laughs) they should? put that in the film what was the point
2: (laughs) but we can't make that character 18 for the exact reasons you guys all think like like all the people involved in making that character like behind the scenes before they started filming were just like you know it's hotter if she's not legal right yeah then they all like crack open a bud light like you know fucking all toast to how great they they are it's all awful shit i hate it so much yeah that came up was remember when vaping became popular and for a while like vape places would like produce a little card for you to have did you guys ever see the actually i can vape because it's not smoke card i oh no
0: i I had a i had a crappy friend i don't associate with anymore uh who like would quick he would just start vaping in your house all the time and like he vaped in someone's house and it was a they had kids, and they were like, "Oh, can you not do that?" And he goes, "It's it's less harmful than a fog machine." And uh, I was like, "Man, you're just the fucking worst!" Like, yeah, I remember
2: like somebody uh, back in the day. I don't I don't think it was me because I never like casually did nicotine vapings. But I think it was one of like the disposable ones. Somebody picked it up, and it like came with a little card that for you to like, you know. Produce this to really s- stick it to them if they ever want to tell you that you're smoking at Because it's not smoke. It's harmless water vapor. And it's just like, okay, well, you got, got them for the six months it takes for them to change the sign to just no, <laughs> no smoking or vaping. Yeah.
0: No. Harmless water vapor. So uh, I, I'm sure it's... Uh, the, uh, the only person I ever believed was on the Sawbones podcast where they're just like, it's better for you, it's better than smoking a cigarette, but it's not good for you by any means. And we, like, we're only just now starting to get any data in that vaping is is less worse for you than cigarettes is a better Well, way
2: if we're say. just getting the data in, then we don't know. Right. Yeah. In fact, it's going to turn out that vaping is better for you than breathing regular air. And actually uh, exhaling that delicious vapor is, all, it shrinkens the environment as well.
0: you're dangerously close to like an idiocracy bit
2: the most responsible thing you could do is vaping actually
1: the the water vapor actually captures carbon in the atmosphere it's actually it actually is reducing global warming it's incredibly helpful yes
2: Yeah, if if all of Australia started vaping, uh, we would patch up the whole of the ozone like overnight, pretty much. Is
0: that so still be, a thing? I thought do. we were all. Everyone was just like the ozone. That's
1: done. No, no. Yeah, yeah. We did. We, we did. We did. We we patched up the ozone layer. We 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 won. Did then
2: we? we? I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know. I just assumed it was still a problem. but We all just stopped caring because we had larger <laughs>
1: problems. I,
2: th- I I thought it was just like, well, we're 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 fucking up the climate of the entire planet all at once, so who cares about the ozone? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, Australia's a little hot. Tough shit, it's hot everywhere. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Suck it, nerds. Like, Yes. Dude, my <laughs>
2: local area has like a small patch of woods, and like literally the moment it hit 80 degrees here, boom, those woods were on fire. It was just, like, <laughs> I don't know why that little patch of woods is just so fire-prone, but like the past couple of days, just walking through my town, I'm just like, Oh, yeah, the, the woods are on fire. You can't, no, no escaping that odor. That's the smell of the woods
0: on
2: fire. <laughs> anyway, uh, so moving on uh, from uh, Bobert being single, call me. Uh, it looks like it's, this is something that Mike Raid surprised Sarge and I with, so I, I don't know shit about this. Uh, Republicans uh, have apparently lost a key witness to some sort of crime. Mike. What are we talking about here? Because I genuinely don't know.
1: Okay, so for the past few weeks, we've had the Republicans launching investigations into the Biden Biden crime family, as they like to call it. And one of these investigations has been centered around a, quote-unquote, whistleblower who claims they have information about the Biden family receiving payments from China. And that's – China's back to being the villain this week in the right-wing politics. So – They had done this, and we had Fox News and everyone breathlessly talking about, oh, we finally got the Bidens now, those notoriously rich and affluent Biden family just (laughs) raking in the money hand over fist from their illegal foreign contacts. And we're not going to talk about Trump and Russia or any of his sketchy dealings. No, 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 sir. Only the Bidens. But um, recently, after all these hearings were held, uh people started saying to uh James Comer the the like spokesperson for these committees yo buddy so when are we going to get the evidence and the testimony that evidence yeah that stuff the stuff that actually you know allows us to begin the process of prosecuting people for crimes and In recent interviews, Comer has declared that they've lost contact with the whistleblower that they had been getting their information from. He's in the wind. This totally whistleblower.
2: Yeah, right. Soros got to him. He's dead now.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Can't blow any whistles when you're dead, idiot. No. Yep should have should have uh, thought about thought, should have thought about that before you uh, crossed George Soros in the deep state right buddy oh, I wanted no. to make a
0: joke about how this is just this is just like Elle's girlfriend in Canada but he really did have a girlfriend in Canada so
2: yeah it, my girlfriend in Canada was super real it was great it was the, yeah. one of the most triumphant <laughs> moments of my life was just like introducing Canadian girlfriend and everybody
1: was just like wow holy shit
0: yeah <laughs> well, that's was like Wait, that, what?
1: That's that's supposed to be the lead into a joke, not an actual woman. What is going on here? Like... <laughs> yeah.
2: And she was also more attractive than I deserved too. It was it was a win <laughs> all around. Everybody was just like, is she is she gonna steal your kidneys? Or and I was like, I don't know, man, but I'm I'm here for the ride.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is basically what happens in almost every Republican investigation, like Benghazi and all the other nonsense that they dug into on the Clintons, where it's just, we've got the evidence, we're going to find it, and then smash cut to, oh, you want evidence? Well, shut up, idiot. We just know they're crooks because reasons, and that's good enough for us, the Republican It's just so obvious. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they... Have and the the best part about this is, as when we get to our headlines, this whole thing is now going to be swept under the rug because they've got a new nothing burger to scream and yell about, and this is the this is the hamster wheel of outrage and disappointment that Republicans and. Uh, QAnon put themselves on all the time where they get their hopes up over something happening and everyone's like, Oh, Oh, it's going to happen. And then it doesn't. And then they're like, Oh no. And then they quickly forget about what just happened and they run right to the next big event. That's going to get them the big payoff. That's finally going to crush their enemies and bring justice and freedom to America and democracy and all that good stuff. Cause That's just, you have to stay in that perpetual state of outrage and anger or else you might actually have your brain turn on. (laughs) And if your brain turns on, you might think things like, wait a minute, these guys have been lying to me for like seven years about how they're going to bring down Obama and the Clintons and everyone else. Maybe the Clintons and the Obamas are not going to go to jail for forever. Maybe all my enemies won't be sent to Gitmo. Meanwhile, mm. Trump
0: can't stop being charged with crimes. Like actually, yeah. be charged with them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I. It's gonna be super awesome when his big boy indictments come down at some point in the next month or two, and we're just gonna be watching Republicans being like, now, 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 espionage, espionage. <laughs> so tut, what? Tut, tut. Oh, so what if that's
2: great? Uh, I mean, it, if he can, if he can just get. Maximum indictments before they still somehow produce him as their candidate for the next election. <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, they're working on it. They're absolutely working on it. I mean, make, make him make up the worst possible candidate. Just make him the least electable person on earth, and then put him up against like maybe that. Maybe that would be the time for uh, for a little progressive surge to maybe actually put up a Bernie Sanders. It's just like D- Donald Trump indicted on thirty different like felony charges versus. Bernie Sanders <laughs> in the Battle of
1: Implausible Candidates who who could win. Yeah, th- that's, like, uh, the, the payoff in, like, one of the Rising Stars comics. Like, basically, like, a superhero runs for president repeatedly and just loses because he's just, like, too, like, inhuman and creepy. And then he ends up running against, like, two candidates who are so corrupt and horrible, he wins by default and becomes president. And it's just like, oh, shit, like... Because basically one guy, basically one candidate commits a murder and the other candidate tries to blackmail him into, into, like, staying in the race because of it. And all their schemes get revealed. And then America's just like, well, we can vote for the blackmailer or the murderer or the superhero. (laughs) I guess we vote for the superhero. and <laughs> them some breaks.
2: Can you imagine the pants shitting terror that uh, us lefties would have to suffer through if Republicans in America could ever feel like a good candidate? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, if sad. they ever just had like an attractive, well put together person who keeps all of their racism and stuff like pretty secret. Uh, it's still there. I mean, it's the party line, but it's like secret. And they're like well-spoken and like nice. And people seem to like, like them. She's like yeah you know it's hard it's hard it's hard to just like this person
1: right yeah it it would be it would be in massachusetts we had charlie baker as our governor he was like one of the most popular governors in america and he was a republican and if they could actually have a guy like him run nationally i mean the the problem is is that their base is so psychotic they would tear that guy apart because they would be like hey do you want to i don't know like basically murder women for having abortions and you want to like uh ship all non-cishet white men to gitmo and charlie baker would be like no that's crazy They're like boo, boo. <laughs> yeah. you're not a yeah. republican they, 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 they don't want small cracks in the foundation of
2: democracy they would they would have blown up in big chunks as fast as yeah. possible sure yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that reminds me, like, uh, the Rudy Giuliani uh, sexual harassment lawsuit that claimed that he and uh, Trump was offering pardons for, like, so Rudy would go to people saying, I can get you a pardon for Trump. The fee is $2 million, and then Rudy and Trump would split a million each for the pardon. So, like, that's just an allegation in a civil case right now, and Lord knows if there's any smoke to that fire, that that lady is going to get bought off so aggressively it's like oh we were just actually criming with pardons now oh no uh no uh here is your here is your actual country that lady is now the owner of the philippines <laughs> boom now you don't talk about the president's priminess anymore. I
2: guess, but how much does, does Trump have that sort of money?
1: Well, I'm, I was more thinking like the Mercers and the Cokes and all the. Oh, other you, billion- you
2: you think one of like the big boy billionaires like step in and are just right. like okay, okay, they're person with receipts. It's time for this to go away. <laughs> yes, that's, <laughs> what, that's,
1: that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, so uh, hypothetically, uh, yeah, we had somehow forgot to put this in the actual, like, Boosh items, but we should talk about Giuliani's weird thing, because there's a bunch of weird stuff around it, but oh, uh, for the time, like, d- do you think anybody, I mean, I know the the answer's obviously no, but I still have to ask, do you think that anyone uh, towing the party line would care if this lady uh, who claimed to have evidence, suddenly somebody showed up with, like, enough money to just make her just be like, what evidence? I didn't, I never said any of that.
1: <laughs> oh, they would the they would love it so much. The Republicans, they'd be like, oh,
2: "What does that do? That doesn't mean anything. That, does, no. that that's not an admission of guilt." You know, No. Oh God, no. Oh. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Two hundred million
1: dollar settlement? What do you mean? Shut up about that. <laughs> hey, like I mean, these are the we we still have these people nowadays being like. Fox News went to the deep state by settling with Dominion because they would have won if they'd fought it. And it's like, no, they actually wouldn't have. They they knew they were going to get their asses paddled, and that's why no they one, cut them. That's why no they no cut one them. No gives out $800 million if they think they're going to win.
2: Like, no, I, <laughs> that would be the dream. We need to start looking around these, like, laptop shops and see if we could find, a, like, a Donnie Two Scoops laptop that he just left to one of these repair places with a bunch of incriminating evidence on it. Because, like... It, uh, imagine having the smoking gun like imagine like having the p-tape or something it would just oh be like God. you know make sure to get it in the hands of enough people where you can't just be disappeared without it coming to light and then just be like yeah i have it My asking price to make me go away 100 million dollars <laughs> R- run that up to the flagpole to fucking pop a coke or whatever yeah like, Uh, Yeah, my like my morals are for sale. The number is astronomical. Let's go. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yeah, and then even then you get the money, and then you still release it because fuck them. Like.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't. Well, I don't
0: release
2: it. No, Anonymous gets their hands on it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I, I was
0: hacked.
2: (laughs) Somebody paid Anonymous ten thousand dollars to hack me. Oh no.
1: I'm sorry, my opsec was so poor. Tough break. By the way, I'm in a country with no extradition, and my my money is under my mattress, so you can you can't get at it. It's tough shit. Sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah. The U.S. dollar is still pretty strong here because why wouldn't it be? So I have like a PMC protecting me at all times. Come at me, Donald Trump. You fucking clown. Come out. Let's do this. <laughs> the dream living in paranoia that, that some orange Cretan is going to put a hit on you after you steal a hundred million dollars from him. Be
1: awesome. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, so back back to the Rudy Giuliani thing. Uh, <laughs> in, in a twist that uh, that I, I wish was fantasy. Did not you? I, th- I think Sarge actually hit me to this. Did like? Did that end up being true? That headline that said that he liked to call her daughter during this stuff.
0: Uh, <laughs> I yeah. Um, well, no one's. He, he hasn't said anything about it. Like I, I didn't. I, I
2: dared not click on the headline or whatever because so, I was just like, I feel like that says enough, uh, for for my for my knowledge. But I didn't know if that like had any like vetted sources or whatever, or maybe it was just one of those like the like bad of the onion things. That it's just like it's impossible to parse now when it comes to the conservatives in America because anything they do could be true. Like anything anybody says about them could be true because they're capable of anything.
1: Yeah. 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 The, the most salacious thing I remember from the uh, story was that uh, Rudy would have her uh, performing oral sex on him during phone calls. And he was obsessed with this. It was like his big power trip was just being like, yeah, I want to, I, I want this to be happening while I'm on the phone with people. So like, I can just sort of have this weird fetish about that, that they don't know it's happening. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. And, and apparently he was, he was even doing this while he was on the phone with uh then- president trump so that was just R- rudy rudy has um weird kinks to him and i'm i, I am here who, to do, who do you King think rudy. taught
2: him that move
1: <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet trump was in a similar
2: boat and they both knew it and it, it was making them extra they were just like yeah we both know and we both <laughs> know that we know but nobody's saying it it makes it so much hotter. <laughs> Just a couple of totally straight bros getting beachers on the phone together.
0: <laughs> Was Rudy
1: Giuliani also famously like want
0: to have sex with his own daughter? Does he have a
1: daughter? um uh, i don't know and at this point i'd be scared to ask because it probably would all come out tr- as being yeah well it's true. a good
2: thing that, it's a good thing that we're not a news show because i brought that up uh thinking that, that sarge was the one who showed it to me and he seems baffled so no maybe, maybe... i've
0: seen the article i did not share it with you but mm-hmm. i saw that article uh where we got to find out what like, how did america ever respect that man like i i I
2: never did for the record i like and i i don't know a lot of people who actually did he was the guy who happened to be the mayor of new york when like 9-11 happened
1: yeah he yeah he 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 did some good work on that one day and got way too much credit for it and that was about (laughs) it i mean
0: He, he came into work on one day
1: yeah he came into work it was a shit show he busted his ass and I I, I was, uh, I've been talking to some people and they mentioned that like Rudy was in like the fallout of the World Trade Center for a long time. And there are studies being done on people who are in that shit and like its effects on like your cognitive abilities. And like some people are suffering like actual like dementia and like uh, brain degeneration as a result of like being in that, like just like that. Whatever yeah, that, if, if you're breathing
2: in that, that cloud of insulation and concrete dust, you get the disease that makes you want to get blowed on the phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So weird. But yeah, so our, our boy, America's mayor. Oh, God. It's just – Yeah. Just this is this is the company our former president keeps and is going to just be proudly flaunting to us, uh, apparently during this entire twenty twenty four campaign. It's going to be also let's be
2: fucking real. If anybody was America's mayor, it was Jerry Springer. Yes, mayor wasn't he?
1: Yes, he was. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he
2: absolutely embodied what America actually is.
1: Yes. Which is fist fights over paternity tests. That's that that's America.
2: Yeah. Poor, poorly poorly scripted fist fights over paternity tests in like in front of like three cameras and like a, a cheering like audience of poor people that yeah. like, with yeah, the with the, the government's he, boot on them.
0: He felt <laughs> that his uh show had uh like been bad for America and it's like, yeah, man, we we know.
2: Yeah, but like in the same way that like Making anybody confront what they're actually about is bad for it, like can be bad for yeah. them. Like you do have to get through that bad part before you can start to grow, you know, so maybe we should have looked at the Jerry Springer stuff and been like, why do we all like this so much? Like as a culture, <laughs> instead of just leaning way into it. <laughs>
1: That would require introspection, and that is not something America is capable of. So, (laughs) because it was just like imagine, imagine what like watching
2: Jerry Springer's is airing, and you're just like shaking your head at it. You're just like, it can't possibly get anywhere. Said this, and like, like inside of ten years, toddlers and tiaras is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yup,
1: it's so funny that like, and that's a show that like QAnon has not even gotten angry about yet. Like everything else on the television is just like they're in a frothing rage over. mostly because I think that they probably enjoy like child beauty contests and that's not something they find to be amoral but if you have some drag queen read a children's book to kids that's that's the annihilation of America that's the very death of uh freedom yeah
2: wasn't there some just like last year or whatever wasn't there some show called like milf manor
0: uh yeah no that not even last year it was... So some sort
2: of just like I, I I had to fight my impulse to call it Milf Island because yeah. that was the name of the fake show, the fake reality show about milfs that Thirty Rock prophesized a decade ago. God, so crazy, yeah. <sighs> Jerry Springer is America's mayor. Yes. Rest, rest in power, King. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is... and on the, on that sober note, let's go to our headline news segment for the week.
0: From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Cues in the News.
2: Strap in for the thrilling conclusion of the nothing saga. Because it looks like we're, we we might finally be done hearing about Durham. So for what might be our final Durham watch, over to Mike Raids. Is it finally the end of Durham?
1: Uh, it's the end of Durham in reality land. In the fantasy fever dream of QAnon, it is only the beginning of Durham. Durham's power only grows. The legendary
2: in- Durham will return? Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So uh, John Durham uh, issued his final report, which was basically him whining like a piss baby that the FBI – this is the best part about all of this is that none of the commentary you're going to actually be uh, watching on TV as Republicans and CNN who are now trying to become Fox News so desperately, so desperately CNN wants to be Fox Everyone is on TV going like, oh, my God, Durham just blew the lid off this thing. Oh, my God. He, the actual report was mostly about the fact that he was mad that the FBI did a quote-unquote full investigation into the connections between R- Trump and Russia and not a preliminary investigation into the ties between Trump and Russia based on uh, George Papadopoulos uh, bragging to some Australians about, hey, I'm I'm like plugged into the Trump campaign in Russia. I'm like a liaison. It's totally not corrupt. It's <laughs> great. So – Basically, Durham has this whiny screed about how the FBI wasn't great about what they did, and he's very upset at them, and that they're bad and awful, and... He further also offered no changes to the FBI's policies at all. He just wanted to bitch about them. And then, uh, and this is the important part, Durham also concluded with no further charges. Just remember those two guys he charged for crimes that got acquitted in trials? No, I don't remember that either because they were fucking nothing things. But yeah. Yeah that was it he tried two guys for lying to the fbi uh, in interviews uh quote-unquote obstruction they were acquitted very quickly i don't think either jury deliberated more than a day and that was the sum total of his time in the courtrooms
2: he well hey you know can't strike out if you don't do three you know what i mean two <laughs> and then question marks oh,
1: no. yeah. <laughs> did i strike out though Yes. Uh well he, technically he did score one big uh conviction where he got uh one guy to plead guilty to uh editing an e- editing or altering an email in one of the investigations and that guy got community service and Boom, the first arrest. Let's go. The storm, it's coming. The storm the storm's get happening. Your, get, get your paddle board. It's
0: here what- now. Storm drive. <laughs>
1: What is, what is so funny about that is that Q actually did that for five seconds. And QAnon, ha- QAnon loves to pretend this didn't fucking happen. But the guy that got, took the plea deal and got community service, Q actually had a scoreboard. And that guy was like number one on the scoreboard. And what made it even juicier and dumber for QAnon was that guy's name was Kevin Kleinsmith. And so his initials were KC. And if you alphanumeric that shit, we're going germatria on you. Not really, but kind of. But uh KC is eleven three in uh, alphanumeric code. And Q's whole thing was that John Podesta was gonna be arrested on eleven three, and eleven three was gonna be the symbol of when the storm was gonna happen. And mother of God. And, of course, no one remembers Kevin Clinesmith. Uh No one cares about him. Q trying to declare him, quote, unquote, the first arrest has been completely papered over and whitewashed. But, yeah, so that is the grand total of the Durham investigation where it was. Or is it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um he one guy uh pleading guilty and getting no jail time two guys getting acquitted of crimes and now we just have a bunch of republicans on tv and social media screaming oh my god this durham report is so explosive oh you have no idea the corruption the allegations the the all of it this is such a smoking gun and then it's like so so who who's getting arrested now buddy Tell, tell oh I, I i'm not gonna get it i'll let other no 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 you're the one who said it was a smoking gun tell me tell me buddy like dan i saw dan crenshaw posting about if this isn't a lock em up moment i don't know what is and uh tommy tupperville was on tv tommy tupperville had the greatest quote about this whole thing where he was like man this term investigation reveals so much corruption going on to these elections i don't even know if we should have elections anymore and it's like ooh wow. Ah, uh, saying the quiet part loud, there, buddy. Yeah, we're just gonna get Trump into office again, and then no more elections. Just president for life, Trump. Because uh, yeah, we we we're we know our electoral uh op- our electoral future is grim to say the very least nationally as uh, the Republican Party. So uh, we're kind of hoping to catch lightning in the bottle one more time, and then we're going to uh, declare game over to the American Republic and just have our strongman leader in office for the, I don't know, two and a half years Trump would have left before he drops dead. <laughs> Cause uh, not in, not the peak alpha male, no matter how many Photoshop's of his head on Rocky's body, these people make of him. Oh, the just don't,
0: don't tease me. Don't give me hope. Like um, <laughs> Trump, Trump just dropping dead tomorrow. Oh my God. It would solve so many problems. <laughs> like <laughs> let's be real. Like, Let's and and then, uh, and then
2: we off. can point at his corpse and say, first arrest, that's <laughs> possible." That's it. That's the one. And oh, somebody
1: that, would be like, that's not an arrest, sir. He's dead. He's dead. That's not arresting. They, uh, it, well, it was cardiac arrest. The first cardiac arrest. Here we go
2: boom. See, I set him up. You knock him down.
1: Yep. That's how you bake. That's how QAnon does this shit. It's just this endless mental gymnastics to justify everything. So uh, one thing that's making its way around the QAnon universe is so uh, there was a time, there was a period of time where people were like, hey, Michael Flynn's being railroaded by the justice system. What's going on here? This is bullshit. Come on, Q, like start pulling some strings, help our boy Flynn out. And Q replied to these people by saying, quote, done in 30. And then one thing led to another. And Q was like, look, now Flynn's safe and protected, just like I told you he would. Mm -hmm. It all worked out. So uh, a long, long time ago, Q made a Q drop that was literally just the word Durham followed by Q. That Q drop was posted 30 months ago. So now people have grabbed that and the done in 30. They're like, Q said Durham. 30 months later, the Durham report comes out just as the prophecy foretold. Boom. Patriots in control. We have it all. We're winning. This is all happening. And- he lost and failed on exactly the same date that Q predicted he would lose and fail. <laughs>
2: totally. <laughs> we are crushing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's that. It's just this thing where you will never admit that the prophet. Failed to have prophecy be fulfilled, you will work tirelessly to fulfill the prophecy. you will make the prophet right, no matter how dumb it makes you look because you have to do it because if the prophet was wrong, this whole thing falls to shit I mean so that's that's just what makes this like so like sad a sunk cost fallacy that these people are trapped in this shit it's uh it's one of my one of my wallpapers that I love posting on Twitter was uh, Joe M being like, if Trump lost, then Q had failed. Since it isn't Im- that is impossible. Trump did not lose. And it's just like, <laughs> OK, and 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 then what's fun- well, the the only good thing I'll say about Joe M was he kind of stuck to his guns there. He made a couple posts after Biden got sworn in and then he dipped out. It actually broke him. He actually had a hard deadline. He's like, Biden can't be president or it's all fucked. And then Biden can't be president. He's like, it's all fucked. Boom, I'm out, done, we lost. And it's like, man, I wish more of QAnon would take that tact where reality just punches them in the face over and over again. And they're just like, nope, just going to keep taking more hits, just not going to acknowledge what reality is begging me to understand, which is that I am wrong. The person posting this shit was not a time-traveling super spy. There's nothing to it. Like a... Tom Holland is wailing on
2: Willem Defoe's Great Goblin and he's just cackling <laughs> at him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh that involves time travel too now, which is annoying, but yes.
2: Look, everybody knows that time travel is the easiest, best, and cleanest thing to write in fiction. Oh, so yeah. why not everybody try it their hand on it, sense. you know? Yeah. Yes. Let's just let's just see how possible it is for us to make this make any sense. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, no, actually, will not. But the good news is, is that in reality, world, Durham is done. Uh, there, Jim Jordan did say, "I would like to have Durham testify before Congress." Like, great, do that. It'd be it'd just be great. Just have yep. Durham like like get red in the face and be all piss baby for the cameras for like ninety minutes, and then we can yeah, all give all,
2: the, give all the Q fans another excuse to Photoshop the Punisher logo over him or whatever. Yes. <laughs>
1: Th- there was a guy who like basically had a fleeting resemblance to Durham. Who was, yeah, that, we we talked about him. The guy with the YouTube channel where he gets like 10,000 views just posting shit where he's like, hey, I'm John Durham. Deep State's going down. Hope you have a good one, amigos. Stay frosty. And everyone's like, oh, it's happening. And it's just like, he's not John Durham. It's not him. It's a dude. Who, it's a fucking like 55, 60 year old dude of a goatee who just looks vaguely like Durham, who went for it. And you idiots are buying it. God damn it. Why is it this easy to grift? Why do I have morals? What the fuck? <laughs> that was so stupid. But yeah, so it's over. Durham, Durham. Now the Durham watch has ended. And now we can all move on with our lives as QAnon looks for their next disposable hero. And then hopefully at that point, by that point, they'll get, be in 2024, and they'll be very happy that Trump won Iowa. They'll be like, yeah, now we're in the campaign season. Ignore the polls that say he's going to lose in a landslide to Biden. Woo! Okay.
2: And, well, I don't and, know if you've heard, but according to him, every poll he's seen has him winning in a landslide, like 78% or something like that. So, oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, he's crushing it. so juicy. Yeah. <laughs> Just
2: <laughs> get get ready to get rolled, Joe Biden. This time will be different. Yes. <laughs> it's not different at all. Is it Steve?
1: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Speaking of not different at all, it wouldn't be a week of this fucking show with me and my fucking cohorts where we didn't have to talk about fucking Elon Musk. So here we go. Uh, Mike Ray scintillate us with what, what Elon did this week. Cause I, I genuinely don't know.
1: Okay. So Elon opened up the week by uh, generating a massive fissure in his QAnon fan base because he uh declared the new CEO of Twitter would be uh a woman whose name I will not remember and don't care about but the big problem of this lady is that she is a member of the world economic forum and has also said some stuff about you know ma- masks good vaccine acceptable and oh no did trump did, did elon's audience go whoa wait a minute elon buddy bro amigo what are we doing here like this lady no Hard pass. This is unacceptable. Uh, she's in favor of these things. And like, and her social media platforms in, indicates that she's a pretty right-wing nut herself. But the fact that she had a toe dipped into reality when it came to COVID, like restric- handling ways to mitigate COVID, and that she's been a part of the World Economic Forum, which is just literally rich people hanging out and talking about like stewarding the world via your richness and being like, hey, we're all rich. Everything's going great. So um, maybe we should do some things. Yeah. <laughs> but because Alex Jones has cre- made the World Economic Forum the new boogeyman of the right, uh, anyone associated with them, unacceptable. So there was uh, plenty gnashing, gnashing of teeth of, and rending of garments and QAnon over this whole thing where they were like, no, this is unacceptable. This is bad. And people were like, hey, trust Elon, bro. Trust Elon elon's got this white had in control we're all good Trust smooth sailing plan. yes
2: now what was elon like engaging with him on twitter what was it like cat turd adding him and being like this is a mistake and him just be like don't worry bro i got this i got this I- bro
1: Actually, that's the funny thing is that Elon really didn't have a lot of social media engagement on this issue because I really feel like Elon was just so taken aback by what was happening. He didn't understand, like, why are they yelling at me? I am their hero. I am good and acceptable. And this is not, uh, how can you possibly distrust my CEO? So he didn't engage on that front. Uh, The fronts he did engage on were the fronts of being a very weird, creepy asshole where he had an argument with someone about George Soros. And basically uh, at some point compared him to Magneto and then stated, he sure did. yes. And then stated that George Soros is actively is bad and wants to destroy humanity, which is a really weird thing to say and leans heavily into the anti-Semitic trope that Jews want to tear down civilization. So it was just like, uh, Elon, do you know anything about anything? Or were you just told to hate George Soros because that's what your dumb audience wants and you parrot them? And that appears to be the latter because, um, Elon's other big move, besides his, uh, again, posting a bunch of really racist mask off shit on Twitter, was he was interviewed by, uh, he was interviewed, and in this interview, he, again, was asked about, yo, why don't you like Soros? And his response was just mumble jumble, and you could just sort of tell the, the gears were churning in his head to be like, Soros is bad because the people on the internet said he's bad. And bad, yes. Someone
0: also pointed out to Elon that uh, Magneto is a Holocaust survivor and a victim of extreme persecution. And um, every single person in the world who has a brain in their head was like, Elon, you shouldn't engage with that comment. Like, you just shouldn't. That is a bad thing to engage with. And Elon was like, nope, the, like, I like, get the chicken, put it between on either side of this because I am doubling down. And everyone's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there was like, oh, my God
1: but yeah, but buddy pal like this this is a uh, this is a loser this is an absolute loser and you need to stop you need to stop yesterday but he can't help himself and well no uh, elon
2: absolutely he he loves just getting it there and mixing it up he thinks he's a real subversive guy (laughs) the only thing he's really subverting is tesla's stock price but (laughs) yeah
1: It, it is it is horrifying to think that you oh i mean you're going to invest in that company where the board can't stop Elon from doing this shit. And Elon, even in this interview that I keep bringing up at one point, they were like, yo, Elon, you, you like run, you own Tesla, you run Twitter. Um, this, this might not be a great look for your corporate like point of view. And Elon was just like, if I lose money, I don't care. I'm going to speak my truth. And that's just the way it is. (laughs) And if I'm a stockholder in Tesla, I'm like, yeah, that's a good, great Elon. Great. Great. Cause I need you to speak your truth so that I can lose money. That's what I got into Tesla for (laughs) was for you to do this dumb shit. Like, I bought in the Tesla because I thought you were a super genius who were going who was gonna create electric self-driving cars. I did not think that you were gonna be Nazi adjacent on social media while your cars are running people over because they can't they can't notice kids in the street and you don't seem to be very focused on fixing the whole run children over problem in your cars. You seem way more focused on the woke mind virus and being mad online and making cat turd happy. This is um not the way a successfully run company uh, operates. So please, I don't know. Like, touch grass. It's like, nope, never. I will never touch grass. You will never get me off the internet.
0: Well, we'll see how much, like, this lady actually accomplishes. Because, I mean, uh, Elon's, like, Tesla stock went up two two percentage points immediately after he announced that he was step, finally stepping down as CIA. CIA? CEO. So, um, <laughs> like...
1: Oh, those poor, those poor fools thinking there was a moment of lucidity involved yeah. here. <laughs> um, but then the other final thing that I remember from the interview that was super important was the interviewer was just like, yo, Elon, so about that Texas shooter being a neo-Nazi, still on the fence about that? And Elon was like, yes, very much on the fence about that. Bellingcat is like CIA propaganda that does psyops. So I'm just not sold on this whole thing. And the whole issue about this, the quote unquote conspiracy theory, is that Elon just thinks that no one could have found out about the Russian social media platform that this guy was posting his white nationalist neo-Nazi shit on. And if you like look online, it is a massive social media platform that is used by hundreds of millions of people. It is not some weird niche thing that could have only been uncovered by the deep state giving a tip to a reporter being like, like, yo, check out this really small <laughs> website, and it totally doesn't have all of our incriminating evidence that we've pre-planted on the shooter on it. <laughs> and um what's someone actually did a little deep dive and they found that this that the, the shooter uh, posted a bunch of stuff to the lead singer of Trapped because the lead singer of Trapped is a nut. And the, Wow, in... I forgot about
2: that. Well, f- first of all, it's very easy to forget about Trapped. They had one song <laughs> that was kind of popular like 20 years ago. Uh, but in addition to that, I forgot that a, like a handful of years ago, I had heard that the lead singer of Trapped is Bananas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There was a under there was a running subplot in the QAnon world between the lead singer of Trapped and QAnon promoters, and and eventually he went on Matrix's podcast with Matrix and Spooky Groove, and they kind of tried to bury the hatchet because uh, QAnon promoters are the saddest star fuckers in the world, and the lead singer of Trapped is a big get for them. It's like, oh my god. Well, yeah, man, he was crawling through the dark looking for answers. I think that was. The- <laughs> Their
2: song i think that was the trapped song i did i didn't look that up so if i nailed it that's why and if i didn't nail it that's also why
1: yes <laughs> yeah so he when he posted this stuff to the lead singer of trapped he linked to the uh russian social media platform to be like hey this is where my stuff is at so he had posted this information being there previously so it's not like it was impossible for a journalist or anyone to have tracked down this guy's social media platforms that were just not instagram twitter facebook and like american stuff
0: wherein he like straight up says i was radicalized by among others libs of tiktok right oh boy she distanced herself from that so quick yeah she got she was just like oh wow i don't want that heat just...
1: Nope. Oh, no, no, none of that smoke for me, please. I'll just go back to terrorizing children's hospitals because that's yeah. where. Well, I mean, despite
2: I... her, despite her protests, that didn't stop uh, everybody from hounding her uh, completely and like fucking her whole life up. Like a lot of the people that influenced the Columbine shooters and stuff, right? Remember, remember back in the day when everybody was like, let's boycott like all of these artists because these dickheads happen to enjoy their artwork. It's like, no, don't do that. Man, uh, been,
0: just like as the years have gone on, it it has very much come out that uh the, <laughs> those guys were the bullies, not the supposed not the victims. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were they were not the poor put upon uh, oppressed masses, those guys. They were actually just shitheads. Uh much as that mass shooter was a shithead, and Elon continues to be a shithead running cover for neo Nazis by being like, hey, the mysterious uh, motives of the guy with the swastika and SS tattoos who talked about harassing one of his teachers by uh, doing Heil Hitler and other stuff to her swastika. It's going to be a maze.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Those are just the foundational walls of the maze that I was going to put all across my chest. Yeah, you just that, co- that,
2: that joke is from the TV show community. I did not write that joke. That is a reference, but I, I, don't, I don't want anybody thinking I'm taking credit for that joke that's from a very funny episode of community uh yeah man uh elon he just can't stop he can't help himself it's like pathological he's he's probably got like something actually you know going on that if he uh like didn't have too much pride to like go see a therapist or whatever with his abundance of cash to just be like could you like diagnose what's wrong with me because i can't stop fucking over uh like i can't stop just like fumbling the bat. He's just like, ah, oh, I'm on top of the world. What should I do now? Let's just start pissing that away pretty quickly. If I could do that, that'd be great. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, just included, uh, but not limited to, like starting to like lo- like loosely to less than loosely align himself with people that are just like Nazis. Maybe they're not so bad, you know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Elon's other big moment of just covering himself in massive glory was: we had an election in Turkey this week, and a day before the election, the Turkish government was like, "Yo, Elon, please uh, censor social media posts boosting my opponent." because he is a dangerous radical that uh, threatens the Turkish government. And Elon was like, you got it, boss, and just pulled the plug on that shit. And when people were like, yo, Elon, Mr. Free Speech Absolutionist, what the fuck? Why did you just bend the knee to a dictator right before that guy was like facing like his first like serious challenge in an election in forever? And Elon was like, bro, what do you want me to do? It was either that or not have Twitter in Turkey. I got to make the money somehow, bro. And it was just like, so free speech is good for letting neo-Nazis back on your platform, uh, dunking on libs. Yeah, because those
2: people will buy blue check marks. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, yes, Mike. Hi, I'm Elon Musk. And yes, those people are good for Twitter. (laughs) They will pay me to use it
1: uh yeah i believe really forgot man that eight bucks is totally gonna
2: c- cover up all the losses and everywhere else well, that's why the plot but that's the that's the beauty of my platform because again i be elon musk the <laughs> beauty of the platform is that by allowing the neo-nazis onto the platform they will start paying and then they will also start generating additional neo-nazis who will pay <laughs> so in that sense like it's going I, to be I a rough I start because you have to you have to wait for the seed to grow But at some point, I will have just so many neo Nazis paying me eight dollars a month.
1: So what a what a great play! I just love the idea of like of Twitter just being a pyramid scheme for neo Nazis. Yeah.
2: Well, the 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 goal is to run up that forty four billion dollars to eighty eight billion dollars. Am I right? Boom. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Nice little button on that joke. Yeah. Yeah. So this and. Just the idea that this is the free speech move. What's funny is that this happened previously where Irogen and the Turkish uh, regimes told Twitter, Hey, cut the shit or we're going to pull the plug on you. And Twitter under evil Jack, that free speech stifling bastard told Turkey to fuck off. And then Turkey pulled the plug on Twitter for like two days. And then they gave up their bluff was called and they reinstated Twitter. But Elon, oh, no, Elon licks the boot of the dictator, snap quick. And when called out on it, it it's like, hey, I had to do it. Just just the (laughs) price is doing business in the world. There's no no way not to do this. No, my my hands were tied. The the dictator told me to do a thing in his country, and I acquiesced because that's what you do when you truly, deeply care about free speech. You just give in to uh, fascists as quickly as humanly possible. Uh, yeah, the see, good... you're getting it yes yeah. you're finally uh, good... coming around yeah finally finally my eyes are opening uh the good news is is that uh Irigen did not win the election outright and that him and his opponent are going to a runoff election on the 28th so it is possible that even for with even with elon putting his thumb on the scale and trying to fuck this shit it didn't work and uh here's to uh here's to hoping that uh team d- democracy in turkey wins out in the in the end uh we shall see but uh yeah that was um a real nice just i don't know a wonderful example of principles and taking a stand for what you believe in and all that good stuff where oh no oh, oh it was the opposite it was massive hypocrisy it's like look buddy <laughs> look look buddy i owe like a fucking a billion and a half on interest every 6 months and i got to i got to keep the money flowing in any way i can <laughs>
0: yeah daddy's got real money problems here and it turns out uh,
2: again only until those neo-nazis bear fruit they're coming yes
1: (laughs) any day now (laughs) oh come on team man when that all happens boy it's gonna be so sad when gab goes out of business oh no poor torba I just, I just, I can't imagine what that guy was going through when Elon bought Twitter and then was like, yo, Nazis, come to Twitter. The guy who owned Gab had to be like, fuck, no, that was my whole point for existing, was I was a safe space for Nazis. Now Nazis get to go to the cool site, get check marks, boo. $30 <laughs> a month, though. Yes. Yeah. That's, what,
2: that's what Gab should do, start charging for that check, you know?
1: Uh, Gab cab charges five a month for the check, so cabs oh getting a eight, discount.
2: Five, they're giving it away. That's I not know. exclusive. Dude, jack yep. it up to twelve. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they need an extra premium. Call it right. double. Extra... call it double racism premium.
1: Yeah, they just need to go in that gray goose thing and just jack the price up on their bottles and just call it a premium beverage. And be like, but it was the same beverage you were charging like twenty five percent of. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a premium beverage. What of it? And yeah then, if you can't afford our premium beverage then we don't want you as a customer yeah i mean
0: that's that's why the the stupid Kanye shoes were so much they're they were a premium shoe now they're not a premium shoe.
2: For customers who don't want to pay uh, the price for the Xbox uh, Series X, we have a console for them. It's called the Xbox like 360 or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember the exact quote. Yeah, that was a hilarious gaffe on that guy's part. But if I, if I didn't have it, I shouldn't have tried. Uh, let's move away from this gaffe of mine and finally transition our way into our mailbag for the week.
0: Our listeners got questions.
1: We got answers. It's time for Q&A. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, "What's your prediction for the next up-and-coming conspiracy that QAnon will absorb?
0: Oh,
1: man. an existing
2: they, one that they're going to get up in, huh?
0: They, yeah. God, what did they just grab onto? They just grabbed onto something recently. Like we saw. Well, yeah, but happened. even
2: if they have that, so you can't use that one. it's already happened. That would be yeah. cheating. Yeah. That that would be like saying JFK Jr. is alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <I> mean, <laughs> That would, be, that would be like saying something crazy like that, that they already sort of believe in, or at least some of them do.
1: Right. Uh, I'm going to go with sports. I'm going to go with them going hard into sports being rigged because they're going to see that as another like normie lure to pull people into QAnon because you want, you got to start people off on shit. That is at least something they can kind of buy into where it's like, Hey, is this climate change really going on? Or is this just a way for them to try to shut down our coal plant that keep us poor or like, Hey, that, that creepy pedo is bad. We should like, you know, protect kids and stuff. Right. And then you start on that level. And then by the end of the year, the person wants Tom Hanks to go to jail because he's part of the Illuminati. That's, how you lure them down the path. So I feel like you're because like, we 'cause we've we've had a couple of like quote unquote scripts that we've that have leaked on the internet of like the Super Bowl being rigged and uh Logan Paul's last boxing match where there was a script his opponent was gonna get his eye swollen shut, which boy howdy, that's a commitment to character to willingly get punched in the eye until it swells shut as part of a script. But um oh, facts.
2: Yes. Oh yeah they got, they got what's
1: his name, Tom Savini
2: yeah, right there. Like, yeah. It's like it's just behind the scenes working on logan paul's face
1: yeah. <laughs> they just turn him into sloth which <laughs> is great but uh I just think that that's going to be kind of their new thing where they, this NFL season, they're going to be like, hey, look at this, look at this play. What, what, why why did, was this flag not thrown? What was going on here? Something's fishy. And then they're going to get into online sports betting being a scam by the deep state. And, and they're just going to try to pill people through, quote unquote, sports being rigged. I think that's a fertile mark ground for them.
2: They're gonna be real bummed out when they find out that Patriots are not in fact in control in, in the world, of, <laughs> they
0: in the world been for
1: a little while now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. They're they're gonna they're gonna be okay with the fact that Chiefs are in control, because that's at least a mildly racist name. But then they're gonna mm-hmm. find out that Patrick Mahomes is not uh not white, which was gonna like hurt them a bit. So they're gonna be very upset about that. So.
2: he's white passing. He puts ketchup on steak. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the ultimate camouflage. <laughs> It's like, oh God, the caucasity of that maneuver.
0: His younger brother commits uh, crimes. Like... Yeah, his
2: younger brother is like his his portrait of Dorian Crimes. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah his, his his younger brother uh, seems to think uh, he can get away with quite a bit here in Kansas City, and he's
1: and he's, he's right.
0: right. <laughs> I, well, unfortunately for him, no, he's not.
1: he finally stepped up and did big boy crimes now
0: he um recently i I guess this could have been this is our new amuse-bouche section where we talk about patrick Mahomes' brother uh he grabbed a woman bartender and forcibly kissed her all on camera and now he's being charged with sexual assault so uh
1: (laughs) great job moron yeah did, was he smart enough to pull out his laminated card that shows the age of consent laws in every state in America? Because that could have no.
2: It's it is laminated his my my brother rookie card. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he's like, look at my documents. I can do what I want. <laughs> it's like a license to kill over here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. Only Patrick has the license to kill. His family members, not so much.
2: Oh come on!
1: Yeah, that li- that license
2: is non transferable. Yes. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Mahomes could probably do whatever the fuck he wanted in Kansas City. Oh yeah. He
0: could walk into the, the middle of downtown and shoot someone dead and uh it would be like are you and, and, and passes by be like, damn, so accurate.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, Are you gonna win another Super Bowl? Yeah,
0: probably. Okay.
1: Yeah, great. <laughs> hey man, we just we just have to put up with the fact that our <laughs> That's your uh, that's your pilot for the new TV series. You got the best quarterback in the NFL is also a serial killer. It's like Dexter meets ballers. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking smash that shit together. Um so, uh, yeah.
2: did, did Sarge ever uh, answer the conspiracy question? I can't remember. Is it Mike no? Or? I
0: can't I can't think of anything.
2: Uh I uh uh d- let's just say aliens, but harder. They're gonna they're gonna get into the alien the alien racket more aggressively. Uh or not, not necessarily aliens, but you, you know, uh, UAEs. They're they're gonna they're gonna be like right, all right, about right. those like unexplained aerial phenomenons and stuff, or UAPs, I guess. Right, yeah, whatever right. the new, stupid new term for U, UFO is. Uh, they're gonna be all about that life. They're gonna be like, I don't know, man. It could be any number of. It could is this is this from the Ukraine? Like, <sighs> just whatever country they don't like, despite the fact that it seems impossible that it could be from there
1: that uh, that was it's really funny because like ron watkins right before he became a dominion voting machine expert was, gonna right, do, was like, going alien, to do like alien yeah he was going to do ufo leaks or alien leaks i forget what it was it was gonna be like a WikiLeaks for that stuff and then he forgot all about it like immediately because he got on tv talking about the dominion voting machine manual he read and he was like oh my god this is all i need to do to get on tv fuck ufos Boom. he's like wow i don't have to fight tom
2: DeLong for the very limited space of like fucking anybody who gives a shit at about UFOs,
0: <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, how is he? He must have been really careful with what he was saying about Dominion voting machines, because well. I
1: well, he he got, he got the letter. He got the C and D letter. So apparently, he clammed up after the opening salvo, and also probably Dominion thought that like he doesn't actually have half. A, he doesn't have a billion dollars, Sandy. So fuck him. Unlike Mike Lindell, Newsmax, OAN, and Fox News, who actually do have the pockets that are deep enough for Dominion to, to sink their hooks into.
2: Not unless Mike Lindell decides to give us all of his money, then they can yes. take it from
1: him. Yeah, Michael, Michael Dell. Del
2: what a bit. What, wouldn't you feel better if you gave away your money versus uh, having it taken from you by a corrupt government? Yes, agreed.
0: Did I, my, did I ever tell you guys about how my partner's mother? Uh, like, yes, we, we were you told over... us about
1: the yeah the my pillow story. Yeah, we heard yeah, it. it was, yeah, she, had a she, was, she was she was she was so traumatized. She was like scared. Like, oh no, my my okay. my woke my woke family might be offended by my okay. America First pillow.
0: I know you guys are, are real political, and it's like I'm fairly I'm fairly certain you bought that a million years ago, and also like it's already paid for. I don't care. You shouldn't give that man any more money.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, and sometimes you just you know, Sometimes you just get judged. Like, what are you gonna do? It's yeah. like whatever. When, whatever I used to like, I don't really have any collectibles displayed now. But a lot of the times when I was like displaying collectibles, whatever I, I would invite new people over to the house, I'd just be like, oh. Like they're going to have to judge me on this mm-hmm. because it's just like unless it's something that they are intimately already like really comfortable with, like they have a very similar collection of themselves, this will just be like a new environment for them. They'll have to look at their things and make their calls. So <laughs> if I walk into your place and I see a my pillow, yeah, you're going to get a little judgment for that. But that's just the case with a lot of weird stuff. Like if you just had like a like a dragon dildo like out and on display too, I think that was pretty bizarre as well. But
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, on display. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you if you just have a shelf full of Funko Pops, I am gonna be like, oh, the Funko Pop thing, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I right. like, wow, you have too much money.
2: Yeah. Like, you have too much money. Yep.
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: uh, uh, yes. yeah. So, aliens that's my that's my call.
1: Yep. So, uh, sports, that, cool. sports, aliens, and Sarge has nothing for us. So, great job, I, great job. I
0: just like they just glom onto anything so fast. They're already into like they're. I, I think they'll just go hard flat Earth. Like they're. Really <laughs> we are one day away from being flat earthers.
1: Uh, Q, Q said the earth is round, and that actually started an argument. It was great. So I, oh, I, I was – Did that uh, stick? Uh, yeah. So basically someone was just like, yo, Q, fucking shut these people up. Say the earth's round. And Q was like, yeah, the earth's round. And there were some people who were like, no, why did Q do that? Oh, he's hurting the movement. He's sowing mm-hmm. dissension. It's a psyop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Deport Gamers asks, do you think there is a quote unquote shy DeSantis supporter phenomenon, especially amongst former Trump voters? I think it would be interesting to like have that situation because the Trump voter is so say it with your chest, loud and proud MAGA lunatic online. That I do think that like there is the possibility of someone who is tired of Trump that doesn't want to argue the point that would just like go into the ballot uh, ballot box vote DeSantis and sh- slink away into the night and be be done with it. But I just don't know that there's enough of them. And boy, DeSantis is not ready for primetimeness. Has been just showing up over and over and over again. Like every video of the man, he is just so not a human being it's terrifying his like just his body language, his mannerisms, the way he interacts with people. There was like an article about how his handlers are telling him like better eye contact. They're like giving him like room reading one Oh one cues. And it's like, really, this is the guy that's going to run for president. And you're like, he's got to learn eye contact. How the fuck did he become governor of Florida? It was just having an R next to your name make you win that race. Is is that what he skated by on? Because holy shit, if if he is this bad at politics, I mean, man, alive. And this campaign of his is so weird because I've actually seen a couple ads for uh, Desantis for president in my neck of the woods. And I am, I'm in that area where I'm like North enough in Massachusetts where the New Hampshire market bleeds into me. So I get New Hampshire ads and he hasn't even declared for president yet. And yet I have packs being like Ron DeSantis never backs down. He's the president we need DeSantis 2024. And I'm like, who Do you not wait until the man says he's doing this before you post these ads? Like, what is going on here? Who the fuck authorized this? It's- they're, su- they're trying to subtly pressure him. <laughs> they're like, Ron, we already booked the ad time. You gotta do it. You gotta do it, bro. You gotta get in the race. And he's like, but I'm bad at politics and Trump makes me cry. They're like, bro, we already put $10 million in New Hampshire. You gotta do this. What? Uh, personally, I just think that
2: I think the former Trump supporters are just too cowardly at their core to do anything that might give them the tongue lashing from daddy. And you know, that if DeSantis like won an election, Trump would be on truth. Just being like, fuck everybody who voted for Ron DeSantis, meatball, Ron, fuck him. He's terrible. I'm great. You're all betrayers and I hate your guts. And if you voted for him, then you're the worst. And I, I, I just you you. you suck. All caps.
0: <laughs> I just don't understand how anyone would want to vote for Ron DeSantis with like, he, I mean, Trump couldn't make a good headline either. For the same
2: reason that people want to be in Florida, you know, everybody, everybody with access to the internet can see what Florida is about. People still go there, you know? Yeah. People are still like, I want to permanently relocate here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, Trump even like made the comment where he's like, "Florida is like easy mode. You have no state taxes, sun, all this beautiful shit. Anyone can governor there. You, you lazy sack of slime." And Santa's like, leave me alone, stop hitting me. I'm a big baby.
2: my I mean, head is
1: bobbling. I'm bobbling. Yes.
0: It. It's
2: bobbling. <laughs> look at my head bobble. I have no idea what you're asking me. Head bobble. My
1: my mouth is freakishly large when I open it up and it's just I just look not like a normal human being. I look you like some sort Santa's like Mike, literally. that's pretty
2: aggressively body shaming there, bud.
1: It is. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs>
0: You know, Sanchez is literally passing a law that says no one can talk about like where I'm traveling and with
1: people. yes yeah oh yeah yeah just just desperately trying to become the fascist dictator of Florida which is well yeah
2: that'll make it a lot easier for him and people like Matt Gates to traffic girls you know what I mean yes like, hey, yeah. you're, not, you're legally not allowed to ask me where I've been or who I was with.
1: The uh, the the Matt Gates flying out of state law that I have signed into 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 law, me Governor DeSantis who all of QAnon loves because this isn't a law that child traffickers could possibly use. No, no way, shape, or form. Everything about this is good and wholesome. I am a good person. Vote for me, DeSantis, twenty twenty four. Just <laughs> do not say gay. Do not say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus. Like,
0: I mean the the whole electorate. Of Florida has to be like Disney spends a lot of money in this state. If like the governor runs them out, like they've already said, we're just going to stop spending money in this state, and they're just you're going to watch so many programs that he's already gutting dry up. Like I
2: yeah. would love nothing more than for uh like Ultron <laughs> to show up and just lift all of Disney World just out of Florida. And just (laughs) deposit it in any other state and then just watch Florida turn into like a desiccated husk. Like it would turn into like, it would turn into like escape from New York overnight.
0: Yeah. Oh, if they, if, if, oh, do you mean if Voltron came and picked all of Disneyland up? Yeah,
2: Yeah, it just scooped all of it, it just, just, just scooped all of it right up. It just plopped it to any place, any old, any old other place. Like who wants a Disney World? We got one. (laughs) Yeah.
0: God. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, if Disney could feasibly do that, I guarantee they would start shopping around just like one state over. Those are all like uh, Republican hellholes, too. But I bet they'll like, hey, we want a new Reedy Creek uh, district. And yep. I, Georgia would be like, do you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We can uh, make that happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You uh, can name that district whatever the fuck you want. Like, yep. doesn't it doesn't, you can even you can change the name. Yeah. <laughs> It could bring, be fucking Desantis Boulevard
0: yeah you you bring how much in in tourism money to oh the, yeah. the area you're in uh all right yeah
1: yeah yeah sold sold yesterday uh yeah it, it i just it is blow- it blows my mind that everyone just we have this belief in America that Republicans are just very good at politics and Democrats are very bad at politics, and that's just just a hard and fast rule in political discourse and yet. In twenty twenty four, the Republic the two Republican nominee, the two guys running for the presidency are the omni indicted lunatic who's on Truth Social bragging about ending abortion in America, and his opponent, the not even human idiot who Is like talking about how the guy that the guy that murdered that guy on the subway in New York is a hero and we should all celebrate subway murderers because that is a right and good thing. And now I'm going to laugh like a normal human being (laughs) there a hearty laugh from me normal guy who is maintaining eye contact with you it's like this is this is the savvy ultimately good political party in America. This is these are the guys who get this shit. It's just like no, they don't. They're very bad and that this is their standard bearers would should be a giant warning sign to everybody. But no, all our political discourse is the guy that won the election in a landslide electorally and popular vote wise, I don't know if he should run for re-election because he's 3 years older than Trump. It's like, he's also in way better shape and way better mental health than Trump. He's like, just Joe Biden is a fucking Adonis compared to Trump. And and you're trying to tell me he's the one that should maybe step aside. Whereas Donnie two scoops, get in there, run again.
0: COVID almost killed uh, the orange Don and like, has Biden had COVID?
1: Yeah, he did. He 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 had a little touch of it, like like a year ago, and he posted some photos of him hanging out with his dog while he was quarantined, and then he was good. But look, if if they're proposing some sort of Logan's
2: Run style situation with our politicians in this country, then like I'm all ears. Like let's start talking a number. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. Are we talking seventy? We talking sixty
1: five? The way it goes, almost fifty. Like
2: like, like it's just it's, it's constantly
1: real new blood. Yeah, let's go. Hey. Sign me up. I I will I will take our young Democrats versus the young Republicans because like on our side we have like AOC and Maxwell Frost and on your side you have Matt Gates. So yeah, uh, the team Democrat looking strong on this front. So
2: yeah, I mean it turns out that it, like the, the the you know Democrats' actual weakness is that a lot of them are just like the ones that run are just fucking boring. Like
0: yeah, well now and yeah now we have. Uh, Feinstein, and who I I was never missing. It's like, I,
1: I well, we got a weekend Bernie's at her for the year and a half or so we need left because she's gone. She'll be gone soon enough. But yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad scene. But guess what? Republicans are going to fuck us on that front no matter what. Because we were like, hey, we're replacing her from the committee. They're like, no, you're not. It's like, great. It's like, y- you are the elder abusers, you fucks. So. But yeah, it's
2: hey. Whatever, it is what it is. I, 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 we didn't make these fucks. We didn't make all these fucking politicians mad old. No, nope. they, 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 they want to play. Let's play. <laughs> get, 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 get the get the theater rigging up. We're we're gonna have to prop up a. We're gonna have to prop up the bones of Feinstein for like two yeah. years,
1: and then after I, that, will after that, we'll retire to the wings. I, I that, that was like a QAnon thing where they're like, we finally got them to admit Ruth Bader Ginsburg was dead. They thought she was dead for years. <laughs> that was Donald Trump's big win. The Patriots made the deep state admit the truth. It's like, well, guess what? Feinstein's been dead for six months already. And you still haven't found out yet. Mwah-ha-ha-ha! We win. The deep state always wins.
2: <laughs> I like the idea that any of us would be shocked that a bunch of the politicians that we, you know, have in office are fucking, like, mad old. It's like, <laughs> dude, no, that's not a big surprise. No. I feel like young people have hated that forever. Yes. Like, I feel like every generation's young people are just like, why are all these old fucks making all my decisions for me? They're so old. Yup. <laughs> Nothing new under the sun. Anyway, nope. let's move on.
1: Yes, Cleodora Silvestry, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor asks, imagine you could be the mayor of any city for one day in which you can create a single law of your choice no matter how insane. Where do you set up and what law do you create? Atlantis,
0: I'm mayor forever. (laughs) (laughs) My my boring answer is local and it's Kansas City and the police have to be under the control of the city again uh, because they're not in uh, Kansas City. Yeah. back from our old mob days um oh and then yeah my what my fun answer um tokyo and hmm i just have like uh, uh an, an, declare an annual me parade there's just a sarge parade every year <laughs> tokyo
2: the uh, Sarju Festival.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then see then they have to fly me out every year for the, the festival.
1: <laughs> Sarju wants a free trip to Tokyo every year. Yep. Boom. One step ahead. You're 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 definitely more uh you're more selfish than I. Uh my, my my answer would be Miami and I would have some sort of omni fund for abortions and uh gender affirming care. And it cannot be rescinded. So boom. Take that DeSantis. I'm turning my I'm turning Miami into a bizarre, woke paradise that you can't stop in any way, shape, or form. And neither can Donnie Two Scoops. Actually, whatever area Mar-a-Lago in, that's where I'm doing it. I'm doing it right out, right at, right out in front of Donnie's little like a golf course slash uh, mausoleum that he lives in. And I'm gonna have like this just giant abortion clinic built right across the street from him. So that'll be that'll be that'll be my little thumb in the eye of those dirtbags. So that, I think, brings us to our question to enumerate for the podcast, which is, what are you guys looking forward to? This is a tough
2: one. I don't, I don't have anything like, I have a bunch of little good stuff coming out of the pipeline, but nothing uh, too incredible. Oh, uh, I guess uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be uh, meeting uh, some friends for a nice dinner at my favorite local Indian restaurant which is something that I would be very excited about because I love Indian food. So we're going to say that. I'm excited to get to eat some Indian food. I love Indian food. Uh,
0: I had my thing that I'm looking forward to uh, happen. I went and saw They Might Be Giants uh, last night. Uh, we record on Wednesday, so I, I think I can uh, backdate a little. Uh <laughs> so i've had these tickets for three years because of reasons and uh finally got to see him as a super fun show they didn't have an opener they just did a double length set they played 30 songs so uh and it was amazing great show
1: that is bang for your buck sir uh (laughs) yep uh, I am looking forward to and also dreading the continuing existence of the Boston Celtics playoff run. They managed to escape the mighty Philadelphia 76ers in the second round, which now means they need, they get to face their arch nemesis, the Miami Heat, in the semifinals. Uh, Vegas has declared this thing to be, quote unquote, in the bag, and the Celtics are going to win this thing easy, which means when I'm sweating out game seven with a game tied with two minutes left. I'm be like fuck you Vegas fuck everyone thinking this was gonna be easy the Celtics never make it easy on us ever they enjoy only agony and pain and the real ultra funny part about all of this is that if they do win this series there's a very good chance they could face the Lakers and LeBron James in the finals for like the ultimate hell for Boston sports because literally for like my entire existence, you have to hate the Lakers, and ever since LeBron was in the NBA, if you're from Boston, you have to like any praise you preface. Any any praise you give LeBron James must be prefaced by saying, "Don't get me wrong, I hate the guy," but and then you explain how he's actually good at basketball. So if like you... <laughs> I mean, that, that could that even be argued anymore?
0: That's no, like, but anywhere else in America, talking about Tom Brady, like, right? I fucking hate the guy, scum of the earth. But man, he can play some football.
1: Right. But it, it's just so funny. It's just it's, it, to have those two mortal enemies of Boston confronting us in the finals would just be this unbelievable nightmare terror situation. So I'm pretty sure and I know there's a lot of like uh, Tommy from Quincy guys who are like, yeah, I want the Blakers in the finals. to take him. But there's plenty of people who are probably like, Denver, please, for the love of God, Denver, knock these bums out. I, I I can't handle this. Like losing to the Nuggets in the finals would be annoying, but that's life. But losing to LeBron and the Lakers in the finals would be like the ultimate just punch in the throat. It'd be super bad. So uh, looking forward to Slash dreading that. So it's that's going to be both a hoot and a holler. And then when the Celtics are done... That's the end of sports until football season because regular season baseball, yuck! Baseball in general, yuck! So yeah, uh, Does the Boston dark time. Have a football team? Uh, Boston, uh, we we have appropriated the New England Patriots, who support <laughs> six states in America, but we like to call them our own. It seems kind of like I don't know selfish, but that's the way Boston rolls. So yes, but um, yeah, okay, so that's well- my.
2: Poor poor death of of sports for a couple of months, although I don't give a shit because sports are for losers. No, that's not true. Sports are just fine. Uh, I just just can't be fucked to care about baseball or basketball. So throughout that entire duration, I was just sitting there uh, waiting politely for it to be over because who could be bothered to care about fucking basketball? But on that note, it's time for us to lace up our Air Jordans and uh, totally uh, jump way above the rim, thanks to their magical powers, and get right the fuck out of Hellworld for the week. Uh, thank you, dear listener, for supporting the show with your precious ears. If you'd like to support the show harder and still for free, you can do so by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. Go ahead and tell them that you like. Us and what we're doing. Uh, if you have money and you want to give it to us, we'll be happy to take it. You can go to patreoncom slash uh Anybody who donates five dollars and above gets access to all of our past, present, and future bonus content. Uh, so get in there and listen to us jabber about all sorts of random shit. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to Love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. That has always sounded pretty good to us. I mean, call us crazy, but that sounds pretty sweet. Thanks, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro songs. Still no social media for them. What a legend. You can find our buddy Frosty, who does all of our voiceover work, however, on Twitter, at FrostyVO. You can find our show on Twitter, at Hellworld, with a Q instead of an O uh you can find myself at hellworldl spelled the same way you can find sarge at Sergeant Hell, and mike rains is of course at pokerpolitics so for another successful episode of the adventures of hellworld podcast i have been one of your hosts the mysterious l joined as always by my uh less uh, less mysterious more enigmatic uh and also beautiful just look at that face i know you can't listen to it. you can't see it dear listener but it's it's a beaut uh sarge and then you know he's got a mug the the, 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 the he's got a face for radio you know <laughs> Uh then our expert in all things Q and crazy, Mr. Mike Raids. Good speed, Patriots